It's Monday, May 9th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the fallout from the SCOTUS leak, updates on Russia and Ukraine, and also updates on the Dave Chappelle attack. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. The country is continuing to witness the fallout of the Supreme Court leak last week that gave the world a draft ruling that would have overruled Roe v. Wade, the landmark case that determined abortion was a constitutional right. If this happens, then the legality of an abortion would be decided on at the state level as opposed to the federal level. This ruling is not official, but did give everyone insight into what could come. As you can imagine, this has ignited activists on both sides of the abortion debate to take action. Just yesterday, the office of a pro-life group in Wisconsin was set on fire by suspected pro-choice activists. The building was originally hit with a Molotov cocktail through a window, which failed to ignite, but the perpetrators ignited another fire anyway. They also graffitied the message, If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either, along with an anarchist symbol and an anti-police slur. No one was in the office when the attack happened. There's also been protests throughout the week, with pro-choice advocates showing up at the homes of both Supreme Court Justices Brett Kavanaugh and John Roberts Holmes, and reports of about a dozen other smaller protests that included at a Catholic church and at a political rally. More marches and protests are expected in coming weeks. Meanwhile, Chief Justice John Roberts has ordered an investigation into the source of the leak of the Supreme Court proceedings, which are notoriously private. Critics of the leak say this could undermine the neutrality of the justices in their decision-making process due to the pressures of the public. Others aren't as bothered by the leak, saying that the process should be more transparent anyway. Between the court ruling, which is expected to be announced sometime in June or July, and the investigation of the leak, the fallout is likely to be ongoing. Over the last few days, there's been quite a few updates coming out of the Ukraine invasion. The first is that First Lady Jill Biden made a surprise visit to the country, meeting with Ukrainian First Lady Elena Zelenska, who made her first public appearance since the invasion began. Zelenska and her children have been staying in an undisclosed location this whole time for security precautions, while President Zelensky has stayed in the capital, continuing to lead the country throughout their defense against Russian forces. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau also visited Ukraine over the weekend, meeting with the president himself to show support for the country. Updates on the invasion itself include a Russian bombing of a school in eastern Ukraine that had been sheltering 90 people, as well as an updated estimate on the casualties from the theater bombing that is the single deadliest known attack of the invasion. A small recap is that the Donetsk Academy Regional Drama Theater in Mariupol served as the city's main bomb shelter, where an estimated 1,000 people took cover from the violence. On March 16th, witnesses say the theater was targeted by a Russian airstrike, and now the number of casualties from the strike has been updated to around 600. Russia claims that the attack was conducted by Ukrainian forces, which there's been no evidence of yet. Updates on Russian sanctions include new export bans from the UK, including British products that Russians need, like chemicals, plastics, rubber, and machinery, and also import tariffs on some Russian goods, disincentivizing businesses from working with Russia. 
And updates on Ukrainian evacuees include the announcement of the successful transportation of 170 civilians from the city of Mariupol. This is seen as significant progress, considering the city has been occupied by Russians and that most evacuee agreements in the region have been reportedly broken by Russian forces. Today, March 9th, is Russia's annual Victory Day celebration, which is a day that commemorates the defeat of Nazi Germany during World War II. Normally, this day is marked with a military parade in Moscow. This year, officials around the world are speculating that President Putin could be using the occasion to make announcements regarding the Ukraine invasion, the main suspicion being an official declaration of war against the country, which he has yet to do. What a declaration of war would mean is the ability for Putin to deploy even more military resources into the conflict. With two months of underwhelming results, Putin could be looking to take the offensive to the next level. Today is Victory Day, so if there are any more developments, we'll know soon. Dave Chappelle unexpectedly appeared at the Comedy Store, a Los Angeles comedy club, two days after being attacked at the Hollywood Bowl. For those of you who haven't heard, last week Chappelle was tackled when performing on stage by a member of the audience. Security and members of Chappelle's team quickly apprehended the man, who was armed with a replica gun that had a switchblade inside. Chappelle was not injured in the attack. The 23-year-old man is currently in jail with a $30,000 bail. If he happens to post bail, then he'll be ordered to remain 100 yards away from the comedian, as well as the Hollywood Bowl. Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office declined to pursue felony charges, claiming a lack of evidence. But the Los Angeles City Attorney's Office has charged him with four misdemeanors. Battery, possession of a weapon with intent to assault, unauthorized access to the stage area during a performance, and commission of an act that delays an event or interferes with a performer. This attack comes only a few weeks after the infamous Oscars incident, where Chris Rock, who was also performing a comedy bit, was slapped on stage by Will Smith. The comedy community has expressed concern over these attacks, wondering what this means for the safety of comedians, who are increasingly the targets of outraged viewers. We don't know exactly the motivation behind Chappelle's attacker, but he did shed a little light when he visited the comedy store, revealing that he did convince venue security to allow him to speak with the attacker after he was apprehended. And apparently, the man told him he was trying to draw attention to the topic of gentrification. Chappelle also said the man appeared to be mentally ill. Also at the surprise club appearance was Chris Rock, who also poked fun at his experience. It's Monday, May 9th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email, feedback at thenewsdiet.com.